only thing that gives you access to God, that gives you access to the dimensions of the blessing that God has blessed us with, with in, in heavenly places. Amen. And on Friday, God put in my heart that this month to us is a month of access by faith. Access by faith. But if you say access by faith, it means it's not complete. How do we get to complete that word for this month? Access by faith. Amen. Let's go straight to the Bible. Romans chapter 5 verse 2. I pray it is very short. Romans chapter 5 verse 2. Glory to God. Romans chapter 5 verse 2. The new good news. Okay. He has brought us by faith into into this experience of God's grace in which we now live and so we boast of the hope we have we have of sharing of God's name hallelujah Amen. I'll read from King from, from uh, Webster Bible I also read from King James King James says verse 2 by whom also, but before we go to the two, let me go back to verse one to so also have a context. Amen. It says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace. When you see peace, it means rest. Amen. Peace means rest. Therefore, being justified by faith, we are not justified by works, we are justified by faith. Faith works is do to become. Do to become. If you don't do, you will not become. But what does faith say? I believe, so I am. Amen. I believe, so I am. It is therefore being justified. What is justified? Being justified doesn't mean you are not guilty. Justification means you are guilty, but there's somebody who has a higher authority and has a, a ability to come and say, no, I know that you are wrong, but I say because you are my child, I take the blame. Amen. It's just like you do something wrong to your parents, and when they, when they ask you what happened, say, mommy, daddy, I'm sorry, but... Once you say, I'm sorry, I say, but you want to do what? You want to justify your actions. So no matter what we do as believers, we have been justified by the death and resurrection of Christ. And it is by faith. We do not do, we do, not do anything to be born into the nature of sin. We only came into the world and realized that we are in the nature of sin. The sin nature. And when Christ died, we do not do anything for the righteousness to be given to us. It was a gift. And we only have to believe it to have access to it by faith. Hallelujah. So therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace. The essence of Christianity, the, 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 the core principle of Christianity is for us to have peace with God. That was, we were, were enemies with the Father. The Jesus Christ came to reconcile us back to go what? To bring back peace. Reconciliation. You cannot talk about peace without reconciliation. And we talk about reconciliation means there was disagreement. There was a point of discontentment. Amen. So therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 2. By whom? Hmm. Remember, we have peace with God. Through the our Lord Jesus Christ. It's not a full stop, it's a column, which means it continues. Say by whom? By whom who? By whom Christ Jesus. 
understanding of scriptures by whom or you can say by Christ Jesus also we have access by faith what is access you knock on the door cock cock they say yes open what are they giving you access amen I wrote something down I said having access by faith is like knocking and the door is open good but to sit down takes action because once you get into the house you don't just get to somebody's house and just sit down welcome you stand right out of respect and just say oh please sit down what happens you take an action to respect the person's word and you do what you sit down see it takes action discipline and the understanding of principles of the various dimensions of the possibility of the operability of faith 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 in itself right it's just like saying a word it's just a confession the faith is an action amen let's not go too far we are coming it says by christ jesus also we have access by faith into this grace which grace it says into this grace wherein we stand i'll pause from there and let's go back to understand what this grace is all about it says we have, we have access by faith into this grace this that means it is specific it's not saying we have access by have access to grace it says to this grace so there's a specificity in the declaration of what the scripture is saying here what paul is saying amen now let's go to titus chapter 2 verse 11 to 14. amen i'm coming back to romans glory to god this is one scripture where every believer should memorize and have at heart. I read from Webster Bible, they'll go to King James. It says, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men. Remember, we're talking about access into this grace. Amen. It is the grace of God that brings salvation. Why? Because grace is unmerited favor. You are not saved because you, you did something good. Let me say something. Your, your uh, salvation makes, uh, brings righteousness. And righteousness brings right doings. Amen. You cannot meet somebody on the road who is a good man, in quote, who loves to give, is a philanthropist, goes to offerings and gives everything. Once the person does not have this grace that brings salvation, the person is not righteous by works. Amen. Because salvation comes by grace, and grace is an act which happens by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It says, For this, for the grace of God has appeared. How did the grace of God appear? Through Jesus. Amen. The grace of God did not just appear from the sky. Even though it was in the song, He came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross. My debt you paid from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the skies. Lord, we lift your name on high. That song itself, right? When you sing that song, you should picture your salvation. You sit and see yourself being nothing. And then the king of the monarch came to earth, suffer, not just die for you, he died as you. 
Remember on the cross, there was an exchange of life. And I told you before, before the death of the, on the cross, Jesus Christ always referred to God as my father. Even the Pharisees said, who is this kind of person who is calling God father? Nobody is authorized to call God father. He always said, my father. But remember, on the cross, when there was time when he took all of our sin on him, what happened? The Bible says, darkness covered the face of the earth. He cried out for the first time, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So that was the first time, because why? Be, we, without being born again, you cannot call him father because he did not give birth to you. We're all born, we're all children of the devil. Amen. We're all identified to the devil. So nobody could call God father, but everybody could call him God. So sin made brought that division, it brought that separation from the day that man fell in the garden of Eden. There was that separation. So we could not say father because he did not give birth to us. So on the cross, he had been calling God, God uh, by father because why? There was no sin in him. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. He who knew no sin was made sin, was made. That we through his <laughs> his making of being sin was made, we made the righteousness of God. Remember, made. It was given. Amen. On that cross, we said, my God, my God, he took our place. Why? Because there was that disconnection between him and God. Because why? Sin is an abomination to the Lord. It disconnects. Amen. So on that cross, there was that exchange. After then, what happened? He said, I go to my father to prepare a place for you, for us. Our father. Before he left, he taught the disciples how to pray, not what to pray. He says, when you want to pray, say this, our father. He was teaching them a format to follow. After them, what happened? All of them could say, the, our, the fa- our father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why? There was that identification. I cannot go and call the person my father. Amen. But Shevere can come and say, daddy, I'll answer. Hmm? Uh, what's your name? Loretta can come. She will come and say, Daddy, I'll answer but with a question mark. Why are you calling me that? Maybe you want to ask me something. <laughs> you are trying to pluck in my, my underbelly. <laughs> Amen. There's no, there's no blood, that, blood link between the two of us. But between God and us, the blood link that we have was the sacrifice that Christ made on the cross. That sacrifice where blood was spilled gave us that link back. Now, he himself, Jesus Christ, said he's not ashamed to call us brethren. Why? Because we have the same Father. Amen. Now we want to pray. How do we say, Heavenly Father, I give you praise. Why? Because we have earthly fathers. We have access by faith. Because what? Jesus made it possible for us to have access to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says we have received boldness to come to the throne room of grace. How does boldness come? By faith. Remember, I told you last time, faith, the opposite of faith, is not just unbelief, it's fear. Faith gives you boldness to act. Fear gives you <laughs> shyness not to act. So once your faith level is rising, your fear level is decreasing. That's why you can stand and look at the devil eyeball to eyeball and say, I don't give a damn who I am, the righteousness of God. Your accusation has nothing to do with me. Why? Because I'm purchased with the price. Amen. But once you are a believer, and the Bible says faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God 
Only. If you spend your time, let me tell you, you spend your time on CNN and Al Jazeera, you watch the news morning to evening. Let me tell you something, you get afraid. Why? Because everything they show is war. People are dying here. Oh, have you heard what is happening in India now? They are having 4,000 coronavirus cases dying every day, and they show you where they are burning all of them to cremate them. What happens to your mind? I cannot go to India, God forbid. And God is saying, My daughter, my daughter, I want to send you to India. Say, God, over my life body. <laughs> God, I, 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 maybe this is not your voice. Your voice sometimes is a still small voice. This one is not still. This one is sharp. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Why? Because they are not there to sell good news. We are the ones to sell good news. The Bible says, buy the truth and do not sell it. We have the good news. We have bought it. How did we buy it? By our obedience to the faith. Amen. Everything you see is war here, war here. Boko Haram here, Boko Haram. ISIS here, ISIS here. ISIS there, ISIS there. Amen. Because we keep hearing only negative news. But once you cut off and say, whatever is happening, let me just focus on God and my life. You realize that because you don't hear bad news, your fear, your fear level doesn't continue to rise. Amen. And what the devil does to Christians is that he brings back those things to your ear. Why? Because the more they come, the more your faith drops. And because the fear comes, you now start becoming unbelieving to the promises of God. When the Bible says, no weapon fashioned or formed against you shall prosper. Aye. He said, no, maybe the weapon that God was talking was, was, was the pressing you on the, in the night. That's not even a weapon. That's, that's an oppression. Amen. Well, we have, because we have heard so many things, we have allowed our sensory perception, our sight, to overcome our faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. We see too much, we hear too much, and we don't have faith too much to the things of God. It makes when something happens, you go. The next me, I say, hey, mommy, I don't die. Where is God in your life? It's not the same Bible that says a thousand may fall on your right on your left side, ten on your right hand. But the Bible says, it shall not come near your dwelling place. You shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. You shall hear of persons that fly by noonday. And the Bible says, you <coughs> should hold the shield of faith where you can quench all the fiery that of the enemy. Where is your faith? The Bible says we have access by faith to all the protection that God has given us. The protection that God gave, gave us is in which scripture? Ephesians 6, right? Yes. The armor of God. The armor of God is what? Helmet of salvation. Breastplate of... <laughs> Breastplate of righteousness. Your loin get about with truth. Which means your belt should be with truth. And I told you that the reason why it was used that way was because that era, you had the Romans, that's how the Roman soldiers dressed. They always had a helmet was made of iron. Amen. For protection. You carry about, you know that this man is saved. Amen. When, when they say there's a glow in you, do they just see, do they see on your legs, on your face, right? You see your breastplate of righteousness. And I ask you, why is it that the breastplate of righteousness is on your chest? Where's your heart? In your chest. And why don't you just kind of stand to knock at the door of your heart? Amen. It says your feet short with the preparation of the gospel of peace, which means be ready to move. It says your hand, the sword of the spirit, which you are able to do what? Verse 14, stand therefore having the utility belt of truth buckled around your waist. And I told you that the reason for that is because once you wear your, your, your soldier armor, that is, you see, every policeman, every shadow, when they wear that, that thick uh, jacket, what do they do? They always put the belt, right? So when you want to fight, your, your clothes will not get stuck in your, your sword. Amen. It's for stability. 
it says, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having you and having fitted your feet with the preparation of the good news of peace. This is above all, above all, above all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be, will be able to quench all the fiery arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. So you hold the sword of the spirit to fight. That is why you don't follow Nigerian movie. They press you in the night. You take your Bible and stand in the in front of your door. Every demonic force. I come against you with this Bible. You see, <laughs> Holy Ghost fire. The potency, the power in the word of God is not in this book. Amen. Because those who print this book are not even believers. Those are people who are there to make money. It's a business. The power in the word of God is not in you, in you opening it. Hey, what are you saying? The power in the word of God is in you saying it. Amen. That is why I have it here as hard copy. I have it here as soft copy. I have it here as soft copy and other versions. Do you know the, the Bible is the only book in the world that has more, more versions than any other book? So if you're speaking Spanish and speaking Latin, all of us are reading the Bible that way. So when we meet the devil, the devil has to be multilingual. Amen. Amen. So the power in the word of God is not this Bible. When they come and press you in the night, don't take your pillow and put it under and sleep. I said, no, Timo, because I put it, I'm sleeping on the word of God. No, you don't need to sleep on the word of God. You have to meditate on the word of God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Don't follow movies. You see a pastor want to deliver somebody and the person, the person says something and the pastor should send the Bible. It's not like that. When, Jesus, when the devil came to and met Jesus Christ, what did Jesus Christ say? The devil came and said, it is written. It is written. It is written. Jesus Christ also said, it is written. It is written. The one made the devil to flee. Why? Because Jesus was contending with the devil, speaking what they call the logos of God, the written word of God. But when it came to a point where Jesus Christ understood where the devil was driving, he said, it is said. What did he do? He spoke the rhema, the spoken word of God. The devil understood that and the Bible said he departed. So once you face with any challenge, speak the word of God. Don't quote it. That's why I said, don't be someone who quote the scriptures and the scriptures, scriptures cannot quote you. Which may have it inside of you. But when I see you, mosquitoes should come and bite you and go and tell your neighbor that this person is anointed. Amen. Access by faith. Access by faith. I was talking about access by faith into this grace, right? And that's why I went to Titus chapter 2 verse 11 to see what this grace is all about. And I'll continue by saying, for the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men, to all men. It did not specify, it did not discriminate, to all men. That's why sometimes when we read the Bible, there are versions that tell you that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. To me, when you follow the original Greek, that word is limited, that word set is limited. The original word has to, has to be made make you free. How? I give this, I always give this illustration. This is Mommy Lucy. This is Mr. Foche. This is Madame Foche. Mommy Lucy is Bisek Bank. Yes, anyway, she's Bisek Bank, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> this is Madame Foche. She's the business partner of Mr. Foche. So she owes uh, Mommy Lucy one billion CFA francs. What happens is that she is in bondage to the bank because of the debt. 
Amen. Now she cannot pass around Mami Lucy when she sees her. Hey, Mama Mille. Let me get her money for back. What happens is that Mr. Foche has a business dealing with his business partner. That what that's what a hundred billion safe in France. And he came to the bank and said, Hey, have you seen that my business partner usually comes? She usually comes and deposit money. Say, ah, she owes me one billion. I've not been seeing her. She's been running away from me. Say, ah, ah, why now? She gave the one billion. What has happened? She doesn't know. He has set her free from the dead. She doesn't know. She's still in bondage to a debt that has already been paid. What happens is that the day she passes around and then wants to hide, mommy just says, Hey, Mama Foche, now you that are you run away to now come. She will now come with trembling. That is how we were. And she's coming. I say, No, feel free. Are, are, you, are you thinking about that one billion? Forgetting Mr. Foche has paid it. That knowledge of that word has paid your debt, makes her free. Amen. So she was set free, but she did not know. That's why the Bible says, you shall know the truth. Amen. It makes you free. Why? Because the truth has already set the whole world free. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, but how many of the men know? Same thing with the blessings of God. God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Ephesians 1 verse 3. How many of us know? Ephesians chapter 2 verse 18. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18. For through him, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. The spirit is capital S, which means the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the facilitator. He's the one that gives us access to the Father. Amen. Once you have the hydroelectricity, electric dam, electricity dam in Edea, and you have your, 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 your bulbs in Yaoundé, Amen. The link between the, 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 the dam that produces electricity and your bulb shining is what? Is that cable that transports that electricity. Amen. So we have access by faith, but the Holy Spirit is the one that grants us that access. That is the conveyor. Amen. Just for through him, we have access. But before then, let me go back to verse 16. It says, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body, talking about Jesus Christ, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. I was talking about the issue of us having access to God now, right? Because we're first of all enemies with God. But when Christ came and died, we now have the access to call God Father. Because now our Father. In the last days, I'll write my my lost in their heart. They shall be my sons and daughters, and I shall be to them a father. Amen. Because we are born after him. Remember, John chapter 3, verse 5, talking about being born again. Is this Zacchaeus that came to Jesus? What must I do to be saved? Except a man be born again. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. He not say he cannot see. Because he, Jesus, was the kingdom of God. He said the kingdom of God is a hand. Why? He is the carrier of the kingdom. Amen. Kingdom is a lifestyle. So you can see it. But to enter into it means to enjoy it, which we are going to see in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 19, where the Bible says, the people of, of the old could not enter into the rest because of what? Unbelief. Amen. So he said, except a man be born again. So if you have to be born again, it means you have already been born before. 
And because you are born before and you need to be born again, it means you have to die again. To be born again. So you have to die to self to be born into the righteousness of God. Amen. So he said, except a man be born again, and he asked, he asked a very foolish question. Does it mean that a man that's past older me go and enter my mother's stomach the second and be born again? Because you being a teacher, how come you don't know these things? So except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Water and spirit, what does that mean? Say a man be born of water and of the spirit. So you have baptism of water, baptism of the Holy Spirit. Remember, he told the disciples, wait for me here. I will enjoy with power from on high. That was the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I came in Acts chapter 2. He started speaking in other tongues. Amen. Baptism of the water of water is what John preached because he himself came and met John. John said, Ah, the one that comes after me, I'm not able to untie his shoelaces. He said, Suffer it to be so. What does he mean? What does he say? He said, Allow it to be so. It is for us to fulfill all righteousness. So he lived as an example. And if he's the author and finisher of our faith, the person that we look up to, it means we follow what he follows. Hallelujah. Verse 17 says, And came and preached peace to you which were afar off and to them that were near. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto their Father. You cannot explain the peace of God without the Spirit of God. Amen. You cannot experience the peace of God without the Spirit of God. What does the Bible say? Be anxious for nothing. What's anxiety? What's anxious? Anxiety. Worry. It says, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. In everything, give thanks. You know, there are some things. Right? Christianity can be, can be hard if you don't understand the principles that govern Christianity, which is faith. Amen. Let me rush. Ephesians 3 verse 12, one of the very last scriptures. It says, in whom we have boldness. But let me start from verse 11. It says, according to the eternal purpose which, which he proposed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. In whom, whom, who, when you study the Bible, always try to put the words you heard, you, you learned before in context with what you're hearing now. Sometimes when you hear the Bible say something and say, but, like in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18, be not drunk with wine wherein there is excess, but be filled with spirit. So he's giving an, 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 another truth. Don't be filled with wine wherein there is excess, but don't do this, but do this. Amen. Amen. So in whom we have boldness, boldness, Hey, and the Bible says God has not given the spirit, gives us the spirit of fear, timidity. But he has given us the spirit of boldness and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. So in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. So how do you have that boldness? By the faith of him. And it's because you have that access by faith to the throne room of grace. Amen. Amen. What is boldness? Boldness is... Jevara uh, uh, knowing that this is her house. She takes her mother's phone. She's making it. She has boldness because why? She is born of her. She is of God. Bible says God has made us heirs of Him and joined heirs with Christ. Which means we have that ability to see and say, My Father is the monarch of the universe. The Bible says, The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. So if I see, I can legislate of His authority because I know the one who soon gave birth to me backs me up. 
If I speak, I don't do it on my own accord. I do it according to his will and he always shows up. If I when the disciples went about preaching the gospel, what happened? He backed his word with signs following. Why? Because he recognizes them. Amen. Amen. She can have that boldness in to stand and somebody is talking to us to not enter. This is our house. We know that you belong. We don't know that as a parent. Amen. That is how we need to operate with boldness. Don't face a situation you do as a born again believer. You sit in your heart and your knees are feeble. The Bible says, strengthen those feeble knees, lift them up. You were praying and you and say, Oh God. Let me tell you something. Right? The reason why we are born again and pastors have been put as shepherds is not for the pastors to be lord over your life. It's for them to shepherd you for you to be lord over your life. Because who is the lord over your life? Christ. But we are made in a way that we have given the pastors so much honor that they have become demigods. And they are, we respect pastors more than God. We fear pastors more than God. You see a pastor in the dark corner, you hide. Before when God is seen, but his eyes move to and for seeking who should save my team. But because of a man, why he will stand in front of the church tomorrow, sister. This man, I saw you in that day. What were you doing there? Why we look at the physical side? The God that sees everything, we are not afraid of him. The truth is that Christians don't are not afraid of God. We are afraid of pastors. You go to your uh, pastor, you sleep on the floor. They will want to pray. Stand up. Say, God, I pray and pray. I want to stand on me. And you are hear me. The pastor gives you shoe, you wipe his shoe, you even lick it. Man, catch you. The first place where the first uh, book of the Bible where pastors was mentioned is the book of Jeremiah, and it was a warning. The pastors have destroyed my flock. We are living in perilous time. We are living in a time where deception is in the atmosphere. People are using the devil to preach God. And the intention is not for the salvation, it's not for them to talk about the grace that brings salvation. It's for them to fill their pockets and shift your focus away from your from, from, from worshiping God in spirit and in truth. And what happens is that you start worshiping material things. We see Christianity as a life where if you don't have a car and a big house and good dresses, you are not blessed. Hey. The Bible says, even the God of this world has blinded their eyes that they may not see the, the, the light of this glorious gospel. Now we thank God that there's a breed that's coming that, that's bringing, making those kids to fall off. Amen. 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 Hmm. Let me read something for us. Faith in itself is a dimension of our relationship towards and with God. Amen. Faith in itself is a dimension of our relationship with or towards God. How do we know? Hebrews 11 verse 6. Without faith is impossible to please Him. So it's our relationship towards God. Without faith it is impossible to please God. Faith in itself is a dimension of our relationship with and towards God. Just like grace. Grace in Himself. Remember, I don't say grace in itself. Because grace is a person. The Bible says, for the law was given by Moses, John chapter 1 verse 17. For the law was given by Moses. But, what's but? It means what I said before. Don't focus on it. That's the Old Testament. I came to fulfill. It says, but grace and truth came through Jesus. So the law was given. Because why Moses received and came. But Jesus Christ came in the person of grace 
and truth. That is why don't preach any gospel that you hear that they only tell you about the grace of God, the grace of God. Whatever happens to your flesh, God is not aware of. Because why? You became, becomes born again, it's your spirit. So whatever you do in your flesh, God doesn't see it. Because once you are born again, it is your spirit that is born again. So your flesh, God does not care. So do whatever you want to do. That's why you should live and enjoy your life. Why? Because God, you are now saved. It is your spirit. That is grace without truth. You shall know what? The Bible says you shall know grace and it makes you free. May the grace appear to all men and says, teaching us. He taught us how to do you, you go to Titus chapter 2, verse 11. That I, I did not finish. Amen. So grace counts, but it is in truth or with truth. What is an addition, compliment? Grace and truth came by. Do you not say grace with truth? Grace and so it is one person. That's why Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life and the life. Grace and truth. We have hundreds of messages today out there that have put grace. And people have even coined that say, I'm preaching but extreme grace. That is demonic. You don't add anything on top of it. The Bible says you add anything <laughs> on the last day. So some people add up here like so. Some people say they are preaching extreme grace. What's the extreme grace? They tell you that, as the Bible says, we are we are living in heaven and earth. So since I'm born again, I'm a child of God, I enjoy my life. I do whatever I want. Because once saved, always saved. Jesus Christ did not give me righteousness and they take you back. And how do they justify? The Bible says the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. God does not take back what he has given. But when you take it and you don't use it, you adulterate it. That's why the anointing that God gave the devil, God did not take it back. But the devil adulterated it. Amen. But as believers, he does. He has the abilities which are just the kids. He doesn't have the authority. We have the authority. That's why a demon cannot meet you and tell you out. You have to tell the demon out. What is the demon out from you? Why? Because no spirit has permission to be on this physical earth. God said needs us to walk. The devil needs people to walk. Hallelujah. I said just like grace himself is the dimension of God's relationship with us. Why grace is a person. Grace is a person. I said, faith gives us access to the promises and blessings of God. But access is not manifestation. You can write it down. Faith gives us access. Faith gives us access to the promises and blessings of God. But access is not manifestation. When the Bible says in Ephesians 3, verse, the 1 verse 3, we say, Blessed be the God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Amen. For the blessings to manifest, we need to apply the principles to we have to apply the principles that govern the transfer from the realm of the spirit to the place of possibility. And how? By prayer, by thanksgiving, by supplication. And that is only possible if we apply faith that supersedes unbelief and doubt. Remember, faith is an action, not a confession. So we, when I say I am rich, I don't look at my physical situation now. Because I am not again in my pocket. Amen. I'm looking at what faith says. 
let the, the, the poor say I am rich. So I'm, I'm calling things that does not exist as though they exist. I'm bringing it from the realm, the, the, realm, the, 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 the spirit realm, and making it possible for me to believe that it is possible. And once I have that belief that it is possible, there's a manifestation. Amen. I cannot tell you now today that I want to be, I want to work in the medical field and I just sit and I'm praying. What do I need to do? Faith says I'll work in the medical field. The action says I go and learn how to work in the medical field. And once I go and learn and work in the medical field, I will not sit and say, What oh, I need a miracle job. When they say there's a job, I apply. What's the miracle there now? We came 1,000 of us. I was chosen why Pharaoh. The face of God was upon me. The deception we have in the body of Christ is that. We, we as pastors make Christians to be lazy, to remain under. I prophesy miracle job. Whether it is which one miracle job, you are there, you are receiving. You have no skill whatsoever that even the commonest job of a janitor, somebody who needs to, to work on elevators and clean places, we don't even know how to do it. How do you have it? They, okay, they, they employ you. Somebody who knows, somebody who knows, they brought it inside. They are yeah, yeah. Okay, do you know how to use the vacuum cleaner? They say, what is the vacuum cleaner? They clean away from You take a open on a toilet bowl. You say, no, I don't see that they put the toilet bowl blocking the catch poco, 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 poco. Why? True knowledge shall be just delivered. So until you acquire knowledge, even the access by faith, you will not get, you will not enjoy a dimension of being if you are ignorant of how God works. And how do you get the knowledge of those things? Study the Bible. Go to the Word of God. Search the Scriptures. Search the Scriptures. Some of us, we, we like to punch the Scriptures, right? We have to get to that point where you know what you know how to search it by punching. Search the Scriptures. <laughs> Though we have access by faith to the inheritances of God, you have to be specific in your request. Amen. James 1 verse 6 says, but let him ask in faith. Though we have access by faith to the, to the inheritances of God, when I talk about inheritances, I talk about blessings, right? You have to be specific in your request. James 1 verse 6, these are the last two scriptures I'm giving. But let him ask in faith. James chapter 4 verse 3, it says, you ask, this is the King James Version, you ask and you do not receive because you ask a miss. For better understanding, let me give God give us from Bible in basic English. It says, "You make your requests, but you do not get it because your request was wrongly made." Webster Bible says, "Because you ask it with wrong motives." God has given us access to everything, but now the motive with which you are going to request it will determine the manifestation and the dimension in which you operate in. Many of us are asking for the blessings of God, but we are not asking for the blessings of God to be a blessing to others. We are asking for the blessings of God to show. That my classmate, then, because they come out, they get job. God, when you bless me, I can show them. Your motive is wrong. God, by the time you give me 440 million so I'll go buy the latest, I'll buy the latest Hyundai Santa Fe or Kia Sorento TLX limited edition. And the purpose of you buying, you are a believer. You have to say, God, no, when I buy this car, maybe it can help me to go to, to uh, uh, Bogada. So you can preach there. It will help me for mobility. 
But you say no, I want to buy this car, my friend. I give a shit. It's a look arrive. God to God. Then I pass. the bow. That that car that you have, you bought it for seven million. People are buying that for two point five billion. Level pass level. Why? Wrong motive. You find a pastor having a, a private jet or a ministry having a private jet. They are not. They do not buy it to post. That's why they will not buy it as an announcement on social media. It's people who go and slap it as an announcement on social media. They bought it for the furtherance of the gospel. So I'm using it for medical purposes. You ask and you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. We have access by faith. Let our request be specific and let us have the right motives. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by this message from the Tower Church Gathering. God bless you.